hustle till the sun come up Crack a 40 when the sun go down It's a cold winter Y'all better bundle up And I better be a hotter summer Grab my onion just to rock it down You hot now, listen up Don't you know cops' sole purpose is to lock us down And throw away the key But without this drug Your kids ain't got no way to eat Alright, here we go Another week is coming gone It's week it's the look back week lucky 13 or unlucky 13 because we have to talk about something we normally don't talk about in the last two years a loss and some people may have explaining to do because it was against the team we've kind of been that's been chasing us all year and finally we get to play them and they decide to do what they wanted to do now you could say we played a tough schedule, which we had, a tough stretch, yes. We're tired, probably. You know, you, you come off a tough a tough game the week before. Obviously, the 49ers had three extra days of rest. They played on Thanksgiving. But from the first quarter to for the rest of the three quarters made no sense at all. Once we got past the first quarter, it looked like the Eagles were going to be in business. And then it went crazy sideways. And then controversy also endured at one point in the game as this blood robbery, as I call it now, got out, got out of hand when one of the players, one of the defensive players in the 49ers went after our security guard, Big Don. But it didn't help the Eagles <laughs> at all. This, the, the game was out, out of control. It was a beatdown. It was a big-time beatdown. And unfortunately... Well, in fairly, my prediction from the earlier in the season might have come might come true. I said that at one point the Forty Nineers could come in here and win, but then we would face them again, potentially in the NFC Championship, and we'll take them. Still could happen, but the way the defense played on Sunday has a lot of work to do. So on Tuesday, they signed Shaquille Leonard, aka Darius as his name was, and now he is helping this linebacker's position that's absolutely a mess right now. No linebackers. It's been the story of the, the Eagles over the last 25 years. So what y'all take, gentlemen? What y'all take? Oh, yeah, by the way, we do have a special guest. We'll get to him in just a moment. But for the rest of y'all, what do y'all think about this matchup, this crazy game that unfortunately – Y'all think yeah, I was lying about how dangerous the, the 49ers were. I don't want to say I told you so, but. But. You didn't. So go ahead. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, the Eagles came out. They played They put, They played a great first quarter and then got their asses kicked. That's all there is to it. Um, we, you know, um, I'm looking at it differently, though. You know, you can say, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, some people are trying to say that now the, the Niners are the better team. I don't think they're any better than us. We just had a bad game. We got our asses kicked. And to me, this is a wake-up call, man. Call me an optimist. But I think they needed to get a, have a game like this because we've been sleepwalking through at least 30 minutes of every single game, and we've been getting away with it. Got away with it in Buffalo. Against Buffalo, we got away with it in KC. Almost every game, every game this year. We haven't played a full 60-minute game yet this year. And uh, this was the wake-up call. We needed to get – somebody needed to kick our ass and wake this team up because we don't have the – like, you know, last year this team, you know, 
you could tell they, they I mean, they were motivated every play, every game. They played 60 minutes. They played hard. Uh, they were consistent. They had intensity. They were focused. This team does hasn't had that this year, man. And uh, and maybe this is what we needed. You know, um, we still we have a lot of stuff to fix, obviously, you know, um, like you said, Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard, um, maybe he'll help with something, bringing something to the team because um, our linebackers were awful. Nick Morrow, um, I'm not even going to give you like good and bad because everything about this game was bad for the Eagles and everything. And there was nothing good. But one player that, that was awful was Nick Morrow, man. He allowed 175 yards in coverage and two touchdowns. Well, at least, you know, that's what he was credited with allowing. Mm. And, you know, Brock Purdy threw for 314 and four. So, I mean, over half the production was right right at Nick Morrow. So, you know, hopefully Leonard helps out with that. Um, there is the possibility. We I've been seeing this week they're saying that the Eagles are favorites to sign Sue as well. We'll see if that happens, bring him back to the fold. And uh, obviously they're looking to maybe even bring in Zach Ertz back. So, I mean, they're obviously going for it and I think uh, they need it. And then the play calling, man. I mean, I don't want to, I don't like to ragging on Brian Johnson, but I got to, I mean, I gave this guy hat the first half of the year. I didn't say anything negative. You know, I said, okay, he's learning. We've gotten by at some point he's got to up his game and, he, I mean, we're running the same exact offense every single week. We come out with the same game plan, regardless of the weather, regardless of the team that we're playing and the matchups. It's just, okay, let's just drop back, throw some, you know, five-step drops. We look to either throw a slant to uh, uh, A.J. Brown or throw it deep to um, Devontae Smith, maybe throw in a, a shitty wide receiver screen here and there and barely run the ball. I mean, we, two weeks in a row, we play, played hard in horrible weather, and we 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 were just a pass-heavy offense. Um, this isn't going to cut it, man. This guy either has to figure it out now, or Nick or uh, Nick Sirianni has to take over the reins or something. We got to get somebody in here that can call plays, and you know you can't have this guy learning on the fly. This isn't the uh, twenty um, what two two years three two years ago. Two years ago, the first year that Nick Sirianni was here and Nick's Shane Steichen was calling the plays and learning on the fly. I mean, you can't have that. We're, we don't have the same expectations. We're Super Bowl. We're expected to win the Super Bowl or at least be there. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't a team coming off of the, the, the having the number six pick in the draft. And, you know, just we're maybe maybe we have a shot at making the playoffs. An outside shot. You know, we got to we got to be a we got to be. Um, calling, we we got we got to have a better game plan than this. This was this was awful. It's been awful, um, and something needs to be done about it. That's really all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cancel. Uh, yeah, this was. I said it's shocking for us. We're not used to this, um, and maybe our fellow. Cowboy fan could help us get through what a butt whipping feels like after 49ers. Y'all seem to y'all seem to recover. So yeah, right. I expect we're going to recover too. And Not so, this week, but you're all right. <laughs> oh yes, the recovery begins soon. Um, but rehashing this. This is the first time I actually took notes while watching the game. Let's start writing down some things. And as you mentioned in the first quarter. Not only were we marching down the field, 
we shut them the first two drives, three and out, three and out. We're in the backfield the whole um, the first two drives. And Purdy, I thought, was going to start to get a little shook. Problem is, we marched out of field, getting field goals. Yeah. We needed at least one touchdown out of that. And if I'm thinking, okay, defense is like this. I, I knew the defense can't play that intense all game. But we could just keep them at bay while we get our touchdowns rolling later. We're going to pull this off. But in retrospect, what apparently happened, they must have used up everything in their tank. I think we as fans, I mean, not fans, but as players, came out way over pumped <laughs> and just used up all their adrenaline in that first quarter. Because by the second quarter through the fourth, man, they were just running through all, just running through us. <laughs> You know, watching Debo running around, and then uh, I, I, I gotta watch even Brock Purdy just—he wasn't even throwing anything deep, but he was staying within his limits. Just boop, 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 and get nice, clean. Started getting a nice, clean pocket. You know, suddenly we weren't in the backfield anymore. He's having a good old time. I mean, the first two drives he held him to negative. First quarter had negative six yards. Negative six, you know, and someone mentioned I said the unholy, the unholy six six six. They uh, they had six neg- negative six yards. That no, they had only six plays, got negative six yards, followed by six straight touchdown drives. Like no man, turnover, just, <laughs> no turnover, no turnovers on either team, which is interesting. I mean, and that's what's so sad is that. We gave up 42 points, and it wasn't because we returned the ball. <laughs> you know, we actually held the ball. They just straight moved us out the way when they felt like moving us out the way. Um, the second quarter, um, I think one of the turning points was uh, when we had them, it was still 6 nothing, and we stopped them on third down. Uh, I think it was third and goal. And Josh Sweat gets called for not lining up in the neutral zone. That's the dumbest penalty you can make. All you got to do is look down the line. Don't put your hand where the ball is. Back it up a little bit, and you're good. You don't gain anything by putting your hand in neutral zone. So they get uh, uh, five more yards and a first down as a result, and then they score a touchdown. So that was one of the opportunities to hold them to a field goal. And maybe some things change. I don't know. But you just can't allow dumb stuff like that to happen. Um, and then there's a play where in the second quarter where Hurts is dancing around back there, looking, 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 just, you know, like, throw it to somebody. <laughs> I mean, he had all the time in the world. So it wasn't even like Hurts was being hurried. The offensive line was actually doing his job pretty well. But the, the secondary must have been doing an even better job or somehow Hurts was being confused, which is more of a concern if that's the case. Um, and he was just holding the ball way too long on many occasions. Um, but they, like I said, they weren't um, bum-rushing him. Uh, then Devontae Smith you know, had that 21-yard catch and run on the third and 19. He, skinny as he was, he was running up up the middle. And I said, all right, here we go. Starting to show some, some oomph, right? And but by the uh, second quarter, Sanford had 173 yards to our 24 <laughs> in the second quarter. 
And but then go to halftime. They put the stat up on the screen. The Eagles are five and zero when trailing at the half this year. The rest of the NFL is thirty six and one twenty nine. So for, down fourteen six, you still feeling all right? You've been there before, no problem. But then Niners get the ball and start the half. Four minutes later, touchdown. Now it's twenty one six, just like that. And now he's starting to get a little concerned. Um, uh, even though Hertz had, they mentioned that he has five consecutive games that he won when down by ten plus points, and only two of the quarterbacks in the NFL history has ever done that: Montana and Barkowski. So you're still thinking, all right, there's a chance. And then at nine nineteen, Greenlaw gets into the situation with Big Dom. <laughs> and but you're feeling like okay, he's gonna get the crowd fired up. Eagles do score a touchdown. It's 21-13. And then we're niners right down the field again. <laughs> and it's 28-13. And then you know what else happened the rest of that. So I just feel I'm never a fan of wanting to do something negative to get something positive. Like I'll never root for a loss to get something later. But when it's happened, then you gotta figure out. What can we learn from this and be better? Um, when I'll go back to 1994, when the Eagles went out to San Fran, um, and it was like early October, and San Fran was the Super Bowl favorite, and the Eagles smashed them 40 to 8. <laughs> and I remember I recorded that game on VHS. <laughs> I think I still yeah. got it somewhere. And we unleashed um, our secret weapon. Charlie Garner, the first game he played, and he was just zigging and zigging and zigging around all of them. They didn't know what to do with him. And Steve Young was pissed. He, you see him young at the coach and everybody. because And it, it just looked like we just totally destroyed that team. But after that game, they didn't lose another game. They went all – and so I think the final game of the season, they just didn't play anybody and went on to win the Super Bowl over the Chargers. So the Eagles got us just – Remember that. Suck this up. Take the pain. Learn from it. Head on down to Dallas and take care of business. That's what we got to do. Tell them, John. Well, I mean, you know me. It's like this game I thought was going to be a very tough game. Uh, Was I really expecting us to really win? Uh, no, because based on what Matt said, it's like we don't really play a, a full 60-minute game this year so far. And I knew the 49ers are coming in hot on the offensive side, and their defense is really strong. So it was kind of – I just knew it was going to be a tough game. Uh, but based on that, uh, I mean, somebody told me where I work and said the Eagles, uh, maybe he's making excuses, but we played three games in the last 14 days. So maybe they were tired, but still that shouldn't be an excuse. Uh, it's all about, you know, a game plan and strategy. And, and it turned out in this game, we were just outcoached after the first quarter. And uh, in, the, in the 49ers, I guess – you know, they had a better game plan than us. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we just needed a better game plan and better script. But it's uh, like that. Oh, but I was going to say it's that in this game, uh, you know, we finally got exposed. And, you know, the only thing we can do is try to rebound. But we'll see if we can do that. 
And, um, but I mean, in the end, we're still in first place and, uh, you know, at top of the division and, and that's all we need to, I guess, see from that, uh, brighter side. Yeah. For now. I mean, we're, we're, for now we're still in first place. That could change after Sunday. It could. Obviously, you know, watching the game, watching at my buddy's Mike's house, having dinner. You know, we do that a lot for Eagles, big Eagles matchups. The first quarter, it's looked like, okay, it's going to be going to be a bad, it's going to be tough for San Francisco. They can't do shit. Well, I'm not, I, I know they were going to do something, but I didn't think that, that was the game plan. It seemed like a setup because why would they BS in the first quarter? And then after that, they just take off. I mean, we, We've been talking about the 49ers in a sneaky way over the last throughout this season. And then we've seen how they bum rush teams. Dallas, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. They bum rushed a lot of teams. Seattle. So were we going to be either victims or we're going to actually prove that we're the best? And after after halftime, I didn't feel the same vibe I felt before. Like I haven't really felt the same vibe the last few weeks, but I go into the third quarter, and then we have that controversial incident, which I thought would have changed the momentum. Being, you know, we have a Cowboy fan on tonight. He, he'll, he'll introduce himself here in moments. But 49er fans, right, like Cowboy fans normally act. They've been chirping and chirping all week and going after each other, and Eagles going after each other, like a blood robber. And after, and, and it got to that point when Greenlaw got into Big Dom's face and a near and a near riot went out. A near brawl went out. And obviously now today they have apologized for causing causing a scene, but still, that doesn't mean shit because 49ers still kicked our ass. And they seriously kicked our ass. I don't care what anybody said, well, any of y'all three said. We got beat down on our home floor. Now, Kwame, you did bring up 1994 when when we did destroy the four when we did destroy the 49ers. How much of a tease that was? Because the Eagles they got off to a seven and two start and then they never won again, and the season went to hell. So, yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. you can compare that moment to this moment, but let's be honest: 49ers got the revenge. They've been waiting for almost a year for 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 to to do to play us. Blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they did what they had to do. Matt, you still believe that this Eagles team is good good enough to beat the to beat this the 49ers in the big spot. I don't I don't see it right now because the defense got exposed in a big way. You don't give up six touchdown drives at home. You just don't do that. You don't do that. It's one thing if you lost like by ten, if you if it was a close game and you lost a close one. Or we had six or seven turnovers or something like that. I can understand a 42-19 game like that. But that wasn't the case. They came in here. They BS, they BS us the first quarter by looking like shit. And then they went off. They just went off. Debo Samuel, I don't think he – I've never seen – I mean, we've seen poor tackling. I've never seen poor tackling in my life. Debo just – it's almost like they dis- they they flag football his ass and he ran off. He had the time of his life. 
Ayuk was good on third down all the time. Like I said, third down's been terrible for the Eagles defense this year. It's been absolutely terrible. And it's just, I mean, even Jalen Hurts and, and what he had to deal with. I mean, people are asking, are, are, are acting weird now because Steve Young, speaking of Steve Young, he claims the Eagles are pretenders. He claims they're pretenders now. This Ooh. Steve Young, yes. All these 49er guys, they just, they just keep, they keep bringing crap up. I, I'm just, I'm tired of it. I mean, mm. we have to just regroup. We have five games to go in this regular season. We'll get our act together. We'll win this division. Hopefully we'll have the home field. I don't know about that. We'll win the division. Yeah, we'll get that done. I don't know about home field. But obviously, when we get back into January next month, most likely we will run into the 49ers again. Potentially in San Clara. So mm-hmm. Hopefully we may be here again, but uh, it may not we'll make be. it here. We'll bring it back. We'll be hopefully we'll be prepared. That's why we bring in Leonard. Hopefully he will he will he's the guy that he was with the Colts for the last couple of years, not what he, what they've turned him into. Whatever whatever the hell happened, but like I said, John, you know your Colts. You should know they're better than all of us combined I mean, in this in this talk. I mean, the so only thing I'll say can, he's a good a uh, good playmaker on the defense. So hopefully we can get hopefully we can get him up and going. He'll be playing. And it's ironic. He 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 chose us over over Dallas, which is even more ironic. But that's all I have for this game. I don't want to get too crazy over it because then I'm gonna have to tell you tell you what it is when you know you fear the 49ers, all this stuff. Well, this is what could have happened, did happen. Hopefully, it won't happen again. Yeah. But well, anyway, like I'm gonna say, man. I'm I'm already past this game. It's Thursday. I moved. I'm way past this game. Um, but you know, you're scared about not getting the number one seed. I told you. I always. I said last week. I've been saying for weeks now. Um, that all we need to do is win one of these next three games, including last week. So we lost last week. All we got to do is either beat Dallas or Seattle. Even if we even if we lose this week and see and San Fran wins and we're not the number one seed, we're winning those last three games of the season. Two against the Giants. One against Arizona. So if we win one of the next two, we're game up on everybody. They one of those teams has to win out just to tie us, and none of them are. Paul, you're a Cowboys fan. You know the Cowboys schedule coming up. This is the tough part of their schedule. They play mm-hmm. the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, and Washington. Wow, they're not winning all of those. They're not winning out. Detroit plays Chicago this week. That's a nice game, easy game. Should be. But then they play Denver, Minnesota twice, and Dallas. They're not winning out. And then San Francisco, it's possible they could win out. But, I mean, they got Seattle, Arizona isn't good, obviously. But Baltimore, Washington, the Rams, they're going to lose to Baltimore. I'll tell you that right now. But they could they could potentially lose one of those. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm sure about it. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure about that? Yes. that? That game is in Santa Clara, too. That game is in Santa Clara, so nothing to me. Baltimore is going to win that game, and either way, they're not winning out this, this season. So, unless the Eagle, if the Eagles just win one of these next two, nobody's winning. None of those other three teams are going to win out, so they're going to still be the number one seed, and that's all that matters because the Niners aren't going to come to Philly and kick our asses again in Philly in the playoffs. It's just not going to happen. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Nope, well, nope, we'll see nope. what. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean. 
I mean, obviously, you know, playoffs are different than the regular season. Obviously, you know, the talking will continue, the BS, the bullshit. But at the end of the day, I know that what I see on the field, I didn't like. I, of course, it was tired, but still. Defense has struggled most of this year at, at, at points. And it's not like the Eagles have been blowing teams out. The biggest win they've had this year, despite their record, is 14 points. So we got to get, get our asses, like I say, get our asses where it's at. Because this, this next stretch, these next stretch of the game, this final stretch of the season, we'll see, how, we'll see what happens. I mean, everybody has their own way. You know, the 49ers, from what I've seen on their schedule, it's within the driver's seat. They only have one hard game left. The Eagles have one hard game. And one hey, I don't know. Can you guys hear him or uh, what? Yeah. You're fading. Oh, like, yeah. I am just like faded away. You can't hear me again? That's better. That's better. That's All better. Right. Now I'll need the damn chair. Take this chair away here. All right. Now, obviously, it is Dallas week two. Of course, when it comes to the Cowboys, I just it just feels like last week was more like the Cowboys week because of the robbery. The robbery's kind of been mellowed down thanks to the 49ers and the beatdowns they've given us, both of us, teams this year. But it's still a big rap matchup on Sunday night football. Obviously, first place is on the line. Home field advance could potentially be on the line. Probably not, but the Cowboys are have been rolling here the last several weeks since they since they lost to us at the beginning of November. Now, obviously, my friend Bree would be on here tonight, but she kind of didn't get the memo, and I talked to her today. So, but we do have a fan. He's wearing a hat, and this is the first time, well, for the first time ever, I'm talking to this guy. His name is Paul Foy, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's, he's been, John's uh, buddy from Florida. Yes. I don't think he's from that area of Florida. Where are you from? No, I'm originally from New Jersey. I moved to Florida two about two years ago. So where where you live in Florida? I'm living in I'm living in Valrico, Florida. So you're not near Matt. I think that where's that at? He's he's probably about an hour, hour and a half from me. Mm-hmm. It's up okay. just north of Tampa. Right. All right. So obviously we we asked this question to Free on the last Dallas episode. How did she become a fan? Now obviously you know, unlike Bree, you're a little bit older. Hey, your so volume's down again, man. You You're fading out big time. You've obviously been a fan. So, like I asked Bree and, and almost every okay. Cowboy fan, trust me, I have I have a lot of people that I know that, that rock that rock the star too. That. How the hell did you become a Cowboy front-running fan? And I say that nicely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I am I am fifty six years old. So even though I might not look it, but I grew up in the stallback days, you know. So so th- those were my cowboys back then, you know. America's team, you know. I, I I say that and you know in jest, but that's what we were. Landry with the hat, and you know you watched, you know, only a couple games. You couldn't get every game on TV then, so watched a lot of cowboys. And, you know, I just picked a team. I don't know. I don't know who started me watching it, but 
my brothers are, are uh, I have two brothers and they both root for the Cowboys also. Um, you know, Stallbacks and, and Tony Thrill Hill and, and Pearsons and all of them guys, you know, and, and that can go way back, you know, when we were beating Denver Broncos, playing Denver Broncos and stuff like that. And then, you know, we went in the 90s and, you know, against you guys with the, you know, Montgomery's and the Mike Quicks and, you know, um, that was also, you know, like I'm also a Yankees fan. So it's kind of a – Oh! I know. You're that kind of front range fan. You're a Lakers uh, fan too? You're a Lakers fan too? Basketball, I really, I really don't, don't really have a team in basketball, but I'm not a front runner because, you know, Cowboys Cowboys had some lean years and so have the Yankees. And John will attest to that, you know. I, I've been through the Bronx Bombers, Baby Bombers, the whole nine, and I, I, I stuck with them. You know, there were times when I wanted to burn my jerseys, Cowboys and Yankees, but I held them on. <laughs> and I always will, no matter what beatdowns. You know, you guys gave us some beatdowns. My Thanksgiving in 2014 was ruined by y'all. I, I, I couldn't even eat, hey, you man, got when you got it. You got your revenge that year. Don't don't. We did, that but was that was Thanksgiving. You embarrassed us, 33 to 10. I won't forget but guess that what? one. Guess what? You still won the division, and we were in out of the playoffs. So yeah. you, it was bitter, but you got your revenge. You yeah. got your revenge. So don't so don't say that was bitter. Well, it was bitter for my Thanksgiving. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm reference to. Wasn't a tasteful Thanksgiving. Yes. And well, you wow. guys got you know you we got some rivalry going war. on. You know what I mean? We got a lot of you know you guys put Irvin out of the game in 1999. You know, sadly I remember that I was 13 years old. That was one of the that was one of the most surreal moments in the history of the rivalry. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. again, he 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 had too much coke. That's his problem. He was coked yeah. out. I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that he was he was doing coke in half times at games back in the day. I've heard rumors well, we about did. that. I'm not gonna lie. We had a lot of we had a lot of issues. We had a lot of you know troublemakers over the years, and and you know we started with those those you know, guys Henderson. like Irvin and stuff like that. Not Hollywood Henderson, correct? He was a some bitch. He was a some bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, but that's how I started being a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Uh, you yeah, could have been. But, a, you could have went with Dvorsky and Carmichael. You were nice. A lot of them. A lot of. A lot of throw. A lot of different. You know, we had a lot of good games. A lot of. A lot of good games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like I said, you can't be really upset about Thanksgiving 2014 because yeah, we we won that game. I remember that game, but. You got your revenge about two weeks later. I live and die in every Cowboys. I live and die in every Cowboys loss. It don't matter what week it is. All he said was Thanksgiving was bad. Every week when the Cowboys (laughs) lose. Yeah, right. You won. You lost that battle, but you eventually won that war. So you can't be. You can't be that upset. Yes, he was that game. Today, he he was upset that game. That makes sense. But still, but still, like I said, now. When we had Brie on here in the first Dallas week, we mentioned our uh, all four of us. What was our worst moment in the rivalry? Mm-hmm. So now we're going to play role reversal here. The three of us will ask, will say, what is our best moment in the Eagles Cowboys rivalry? Obviously, we did this last year on on an episode, but we're going to do this. But we're going to put this together here, so. So let's. So we're going to go. We're going to go with Matt. Start off. All right. I mean, we've had a lot of great games, obviously. Um, 
you know, one thing I'll say is I was uh, I was born in 81. So I think it was was it was 95. I think it was 95. So I was I was a kid, you know, when when you're younger, the games just seem a little bit more. Every game seems a little bit more important, I, I think. Um, so I'm going to go with the fourth and one back in the in, I think it was 95 or 90, 95. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have been uh, about Spitzer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Dallas won for twice on fourth and one got stuffed. That was that was one of my favorites. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm being older. Go a little further back to Troy Aikman's rookie season. Uh-huh. We sacked that fool eleven times. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I think I got that, that on my nice. notes also here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed. We enjoyed that. Buddy Ryan in the gang, just having a good old time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good memories. What about you, Jay? Bounty balls, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was actually was that the same day? I guess it was the same game. Um, I'm not. Sure. I had to look that up. That was that the exact same game we took out Zendejas with the kicker and uh. Well, there's bounty the one and two, so I don't recall yeah. which, which one. That's true. Know. That might have been a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my best moment, I guess, is uh. I think we ended up, uh, well, you know, the year that we won the Super Bowl in 2017, we basically just routed the division. And when we played the Cowboys, I think that kind of, you know, set up the the Super Bowl Lombardi trophy for us because we just, we just were, you know, a tough competitive team that year and we had a lot of things going our way. But I think, you know, beating the Cowboys kind of cemented it towards the, getting the trophy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, earlier this year I said that my my worst moment was in two thousand nine, but the year before was my favorite. So it's two thousand eight. It's the final week of the season. Eagles are barely hanging on by a sliver to make the playoffs. Basically, they need help, lots of help, and I wasn't pre- preparing to make the playoffs. So the Cowboys come to town, last game of the season. I'm sure you remember, Paul. I'm sure you remember. Let me, let me show you. Let me see. Is that like what you're talking about right there, 44 to 6? <laughs> but let me tell the story because you might not remember how the Eagles got here. We, we needed help. All you needed to do was come in here and beat us. You're in the playoffs. The Eagles needed Chicago to beat Houston, uh, lose to Houston. That happened. Then Tampa Bay needs to lose to Oakland. Somehow, by the grace of God, <laughs> they were down 10 points. The Raiders came back and beat John Gruden in his last game in Tampa. What's funny is he gets beat by his old team, goes back to his old team a decade later. Enough said about that, buddy. <laughs> so it's 4.20 in the afternoon, and I get the call, win and you're in. And I'm going crazy shit. Like, I can't believe this is actually going to happen. So I already had the mindset that we're going to beat y'all just to keep y'all out the playoffs, take y'all out of your misery for our misery to both of us don't get in. But man, we went out and put a curb stomp y'all asses, especially in that third (laughs) quarter. That defense, 
I couldn't believe what the hell I was watching. This <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every time they got into the got into the end zone, Romo just lost it. He, he just can't believe it. He can't believe this shit. Oh man. Yeah. It was it was probably the one. funnest moment ever. Y'all couldn't believe what y'all couldn't believe what all y'all hit it. And it was one of the great moments that to me is my favorite moment because I I just couldn't believe. We 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 made the playoffs, and we should have been in the Super Bowl. That was our Super Bowl. We should have won. I don't know why we didn't win that Super Bowl. Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald, upset, but but still, beat, taking y'all out, taking y'all asses out was probably the best moment in in the rivalry that came out of nowhere. So let's hear about a uh, Foy's best Eagles Dallas moment. Yeah. I'd say probably I forget what year it was, but when Emmett ran for 237 yards on y'all on a, on a, on a Halloween night, it was. I remember it all. We talked. That was my worst movie. I bought that's my there worst movie. Rain, <laughs> rain, rain, death. Ninety three. Rainy with that horrible carpet, and he that man needed oxygen at the running oh. through us so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. giving him the oxygen mask. At the, it was sad, man. Yep. I still remember. I still got that memory of that man. How many touchdowns did he have that game? Oh, I have to look that up. I'm I saying, know. I just, I just know he ran all over the field. Honestly, I don't remember. Exactly. I believe three, but I won't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but that I sounds like a lot. Two hundred thirty-seven. You should at least have five touchdowns in that game. It wasn't a very high-scoring game, though. Honestly, huh. if I could recall, if I look, if I remember when I was looking it up earlier oh, today, too. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> the pass defense wasn't that great. The run defense, obviously, enough said about that. But the pass defense probably wasn't that good, if you're right about that. I was seven years old at the time, so I can't really remember that. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, we'll make more memories for better and for worse Sunday night. But we're moving on now. Before we get to our segments, the AFC – now, Matt, the AFC – you already know how the NFC might go down, but the AFC a little bit different because all of a sudden teams are starting to emerge. The Ravens were in first place. They took a break. Miami's now in first place. Jacksonville missed their opportunity, and we'll talk about them later on. And then obviously Kansas City, again, you know, lost – Lost because where's the weapons? Where's Mahomes and his weapons to the Packers, to a Packers team that's emerging all of a sudden? And, uh, and really, Andy Reid had terrible time management. So, it's, as we get yeah, down to the final stretch of this season, these final five weeks, who in the AFC has the advantage? Who Who's going to be the one seed? Will it be the Chiefs or will it be somebody else this time? It looks very much like it's going to be somebody else. Yeah, well, um, um, yeah, it's a tight race, man. It's open. I mean, even even the teams that are in the lead in the division, some of these teams behind them, they could make a run. Like Houston, they could make a run. Um, I'd say for the, who who might be the number one seed. I know Miami has a nice schedule the rest of the way. Um, I don't. I can look it up as we're talking here, but uh, 
Yeah, I know their schedule is nice. Baltimore obviously is in a tougher division, and they play the Niners. So, I mean, you know, I think Miami probably does have the best schedule. The Chiefs do have a nice schedule, but they're a game behind right now. So, you know, I, I think right now it kind of looks like the, Miami might be the number one seed. Yeah. I always want to know who I who I like. Um, Miami's Miami's interesting. Yes, they got uh, got Tyreek Hill and um, Waddle and Mostert. And they, like I said, got a great offense situation. Defense is all right too. Um, but I I still don't trust them in the playoffs. Still seem a little flimsy playoff time for me. Um, looking the good Eagles, now. The Eagles did beat them early in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or took beat them by 14. And um, now they've come up north the last two weeks, but they played, you know, Washington. And, uh, who else did they play? Oh, the Jets. And that really horrific game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, Jets game was on uh, first Gee Friday night, wish. Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday, Friday nonsense. So, yes, they've come up north and won two games, but it's like, to who? Um, so we still haven't seen them in a competitive game as a real team yet. Um, Buffalo will be down there shortly, but, but Buffalo may not be that good. Um, and I, I looked at the rest of the schedule, but I don't know if they have anybody tough to really put them to a test. Yeah, I just so, pulled it up. It's uh, they play the Titans, Jets, and then it, it actually does get tough the last three games. They play the Cowboys. Ravens and Bills. Okay. That's right. Okay. I remember seeing that. You're right. All right. Well, then we'll learn something for the end of their season. Um, if the Bills can stay viable and stay a game behind, then that's going to be a hell of a game. Um, but if not, then they might just everybody might just be playing it out to go get ready to be on the beach. <laughs> um, but um and the Chiefs, you know, I always like to give deference to the you know, of course, quarterback was a two-time champion, just current champ. Um, but they're either – maybe they're uh, missing the enemy more than we thought. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> their, their offense is looking a little, a little shaky. Defense is still all right. I mean, there's like Chris Jones and company. Um, but uh, I would still – if it was playoff time, I would put my money on the Chiefs over the dog. You know, if they were to meet. And so um, right now, I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. I mean, I was going to go based on what Matt said. Uh, I kind of agree with uh, the Dolphins, probably going to most likely be the one seed at the end. The Ravens, or they could uh, threaten for that also. The Chiefs, they're they're still missing another weapon. Whether it could have been Stephon Diggs, could have been Mike Evans, could have been something. They're just missing another piece on the offensive side. Um, and well, in last game, you know, like I kind of was trying to say that you know Andy Reid had terrible time management skills for once, and that's kind of what cost them the game because he didn't take his timeouts till the end of the game. So, in my opinion. You shouldn't be doing that. You need to like spread them out in a way. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I just think, you know, Miami's playing good. Um, even though they just whooped on Washington, everybody kind of saw that coming. But they're, they're Miami's the one that's, uh, you know, people should be scared of in the AFC. Yeah, kind of like kind of like Cowboys. I believe it when they actually beat somebody important. When they beat somebody important, then I'll start then I'll start running scared of the Dolphins. But anyway, like I said, Paul said you are our guest this week. Obviously, I'm sure John, you're our, you're his friend, so you obviously I'm sure he's giving you pointers of how the show goes. So sit back and relax because now we get to our our part of the show where we do every week our segment parts. Well, what about uh, Paul with the AFC? You have uh, any any take on who you think the best team is? Well, you got to uh, you know, you guys say about the Chiefs, the, the the receivers are just dropping balls. Like, I mean, they got weapons. You know, they are young, but he's got some guys that actually used to play. Hardeman used to play with them. So he's back, you know, he's comfortable with them. I think it's a case of uh, Taylor Swift for uh, Kelsey. You know, he, he's just not – he hasn't been the same, you know, uh, let's be honest, um, for a couple weeks. Um, he might even be banged up, though. You know, he like you know, the, the guys are injured and they they kind of hide injuries right now at the, at this point in the juncture in the season. Um, but they still gut it out and try to play. You know, because if Kelsey doesn't play, who else does he really have, honestly, to really be a go-to guy? Yeah. Um. But uh, other than that, though, like Chiefs defense, they got torched against Green Bay, though. And Green Bay and Jordan Love is not exactly you know Joe Montana. Next coming, you know, like so. Chiefs defense got there, they, they got exposed big time. He's getting there. You know, though. before they knew it, they, they were down like two touchdowns, and they didn't know what hit him. You know, hmm. um, but I never count them out though. The Chiefs, honestly, because if you don't have, if you're not, if you don't have like one or two losses, maybe in in, in division, they can creep back up in in a heartbeat. You know, they get, all you got to do is get a wild card. You get a wild card, and anything can go off, but. Miami looks looks like the deal. We got to play him on Christmas Eve. I'm a little worried about that because Tyreek Hill can, you know, he, he can be a burner. You know what I mean? And the weather's going to – it's not going to be nasty weather when we go to Miami, I'm sure. Um, unless it's raining or something like that, but it's still not going to be cold. Um, and uh, they, they got some weapons over there, man. They finally put it together. It looks like, you know, two is not getting sacked and, and you know, getting sacked as much. You know, uh, one week he's out, next week he's in. That's not happening this year. Um, they have a lot of weapons, though. They they really do have a lot of weapons. Um, Baltimore, to me, is – I still think they go as as far as Lamar Jackson carries them. You know, if, if, he, if he still runs around and makes things happen, but mm-hmm. if he tries to force it, then, then, then they got problems, you know. So, I think the AFC is wide open, honestly, still, like, to me. So, I really can't. Can't really pick who's going to win one week to the next. Look at Denver Broncos; they went on a three-game winning streak, and 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 they weren't. And and Russell Wilson wasn't even really looking that good, to be honest. He wasn't putting up fantastic numbers, and they were winning, but they won three games in a row. So, you know where it's at is with the NFC, obviously. You know the Niners. I'm not going to lie; they're the best team in football right now. Uh, you know the beatdown they gave us, the beatdown they gave you guys. When, when they're on, they're on, man. They, they, you know, uh, we could all talk whatever we want. We get number one seed, number two seed. We're going to beat them. That'd be great, but we haven't done it yet. You know, I mean, you guys did last year, but to, this year's a different year. 
And and if they stay healthy, which they are right now, Chase Young's only going to get better with that with that defense, man. He hasn't even begun to wreak havoc on that defense yet, Chase Young. But you know, we always we always want to catch him when they got somebody hurt. And right now, they're healthy. They got everybody healthy. And Debo Samuel, I, I haven't seen him play as good as he did against you guys. Like honestly, in a while, man, he was fine. He's got speed. He's a big dude. He can fly. He can fly. You know, so McCaffrey is always dangerous. So that, that's one team I, I don't want to play. I wouldn't honestly mind if we finished and we played against Atlanta or New Orleans in the playoffs and get that way and then do what we got to do, you know, because definitely don't want to, you know. Um, if, if we do beat you this, this week, though, I believe we're still tied, but you guys got the tiebreaker because we have three losses in, in, in the NFC total. So it really doesn't, you know, I mean, obviously for bragging rights and the division we want to win. But, you know, it, it still won't knock you guys off the top. You know, we still got our, our tough stretch ahead also. So. Yeah. Like I said, it's going to be a hell of a battle down the stretch. I'm sure, Paul, I'm sure, John, you will, you will mention, Paul, we have a big show next week in our top five list. And like I said, be warned because this top five list, unlike the last, the first two will be, all over the place. We are not going to not only agree, we're going to disagree and we're going to cause havoc. But that's next week's. That's what next week's shows. So now let's, like I said, Paul, Once as I was saying, you are the guest this week, so you get to relax and watch us do our, our little magic of our segments. So John will give his, his fancy, I'm sure you already know about him, you know, because that's your buddy, the fancy questions he will give to Matt about three, four, five, how many? Because they're both in fantasy football. And are you in fantasy football? Are you? No, not currently, no. All right. Well, these two are. They're pros. They've won championships. Looks like I might get a third coming my way. We'll see. We'll see. Obviously, well, I'm, not in, I'm not in, but all right. So go, go, ahead, go to your <laughs> questions of the week for fantasy. Well, so we'll start with the first one. Um, wow. Basically, like I guess you're going to do a little comparison between uh, Justin Herbert, or actually not a comparison. So we're going to go, they're, they're saying, uh, oh, he's in a, in a smash spot this week, Justin Herbert. So I got him at over under 22. Are you under or over? Um, against Denver, yeah, I mean, Herbert, I got him on one of my teams, too, and he hasn't been doing much for me lately, man. Um, no, he's not. And, I mean, Denver, they're maybe not an amazing defense, but they're they're a tough D. I'm going to go with the under. This isn't the same Denver defense that let up 70 points in the middle of the season. Uh, the next one is another another quarterback, the Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff, got him at over under 21. See, the problem is they're playing the Bears. This could turn into blowout early, and they and the and the Lions mm -hmm. love to run the ball. So this could be a, a big game for both Gibbs and um Dave Montgomery. And Goff just kind of plays mm -hmm. sort of a hand of the ball off all game. So you know, I'm going to go with the under there because I think Detroit is going to blow them out and they're not going to throw the ball much. I mean, I've been reading the Bears could cover. 
but I still think the Lions will win. But all right, now we're gonna go. I'm gonna say the a returner a receiver coming up here at the end here. But the next one is over under twelve for Nico Collins, who's been on fire for the Texans. Yeah, well, the the key with this game is um, um, Tank Dell is out for the season, so now Nico Collins is their number one option, and he he tore up last week, but he is going up against uh, uh, Amon Gardner. You know? if, That's if, true. If Gardner shadows him, what was, what was the over under on that one? On uh, twelve points. Twelve. Um, I still think at least in PPR, I'm going to go with the over. I still think you'll see at least four receptions and possibly a touchdown, but it's it's going to be tight on twelve points. I think. I was thinking. I mean, my stat prediction forms five for seventy yards. Yeah, yeah. I think he he maybe he sneaks in a touchdown and gets the over, but yeah, I think it's going to be tight with twelve. It's going to be right around there. Yeah. All right. Then the last one I saved is a returner guy on the Vikings. You know, your favorite quarterback, he's not playing, of course, but they got a star receiver in Justin Jefferson. He does return. He fought, he practiced fully on Wednesday. I got him at over under 14. Yeah, he's going over. He's yeah. Going over, man. He's been out for, what, a month and a half now? Maybe even longer than that. Yeah. I know the Raiders have been playing a lot better since, um, since firing uh, uh, McDaniels, but – yeah, I think Justin Jefferson has a – I mean, he's almost a lock every week for 100 yards receiving. And in PPR, if you throw in six to eight receptions, yeah, he's over. Well, that's it for this episode. All right. Well, Paul, now it's time for you to, to get a little chuckle here because Kwame's next, and he's going to bring up three things that bugged him in the week. You know, you you you're not you're, you're not offended at cussing, right? I am. All right, good. Because this is called the FU segment, and you could give you three of them. So go ahead, Kwame. Cut the cue the music. All right. Every week, there's always, there's actually more than three things almost every week I can think of. But I'll take the top three that's on my mind that really got me, don't necessarily make me mad, but just makes me, sometimes makes me confused. For instance, the first FU goes to Bill Belichick and your sorry as Patriots. What is going on up there? Three games in a row. You couldn't score more than 10 points. You held the team under 10 points. The first team to ever lose all three games holding a team under 10 points in the NFL history. You lose to the 
Colts, 10 to 6 at home. Then you go to the road to the sorry two, three, and eight New York Giants. And you only can score seven. <laughs> making them, making their boy, uh, 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 their quarterback going around acting like Mr. DeVito looking like the man <laughs> in New York. And then you make things, I couldn't think, I, I didn't think it'd get any worse. You get shut out at home to the Chargers. The Chargers fly all the way across country, an average team, and they hold you to zero. You lose six to nothing to the Chargers. <laughs> Come on, Patriots. Just end the season. And now you're going to play tonight and hurt everyone else's eyeballs again. Belichick, company, F you. Number two. Bring it back home. And I'm sorry, Matt already started mentioned it earlier, but Brian Johnson, dude. Yes, the first two drives were kind of nice. The slant was hitting, bam, 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 old slant. But we still weren't running the ball. The game ended with D. Swift getting six carries. How can you only have six carries? Gainwell, two carries. That's it. And no other carries was, was mainly um with Hertz with seven, either with QB sneak at the for the touchdown and a couple other scrambles. 48 passes. Now I know it's a little lopsided because we had to come from behind because the defense didn't do his job. But that still shows me you are not giving me enough balance throughout the game. And if you gave me a little more balance earlier, then maybe we could have kept the report four hours off the field a little longer so that they couldn't feel, start getting to their rhythm. Just a thought. There were some characters standing down at the Novacare Center. Was it today or yesterday? It had a sign, run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, run the ball. <laughs> F.U. That's number two. And finally, speaking of people in green, Jets, Coach Salah, what's going on? Another sorry team who can't score. You decided you're going to go with Zach Wilson most of the season. When people kept saying, this is not the guy. Then you bench him, not the second string, third string. Behind Trevor Simeon for Tim Boyle to start the next two weeks. Then you see that Tim Boyle can't even throw that deep when they get an interception and gets hit <laughs> with the hail six <laughs> the other way. And what do you do after two weeks? <laughs> you fire him and you bring back Zach all the way from third to first. <laughs> what about poor Trevor Simeon? Get the boy get a job? Yeah. What's going on in New York? And I feel so bad for the defense. They must be having, they, they must be in the locker room just staring at the offense, just like. Mm-mm-mm. Way too a good way to this season's over. It's got to suck to be the Jets D. And, and when your head coach doesn't know what he's doing, it just makes, Kyle's makes things every worse. So F you, Robert Sala. And of course, honorable mention goes to Cowboy fans, you know how it goes. So uh, that's it for the FU segment. And hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, you learned a few things. 
<laughs> well, you, you you said they were at on the road or at home, but they were actually in Germany when that that game with the Colts. Thank you. They were in yeah. Germany. Uh, they were out of the country. You know what's so sad? Yeah. I know I wasn't watching that nonsense. That's what happened. <laughs> That's why well, I forgot. <laughs> well, that's a correction there. But anyway, now we obviously, we love football. And obviously, of course, there's two things people do. One is fancy, obviously, and the other we bet. We put our money where our where our mouth and our asses are at. Yeah, well, and obviously, this season has not been the good season for me with my with my picks. But it wasn't. It's not been as bad as it could be, or it could be worse. But it wasn't a great week this week for all of us. None of us went perfect. But I I picked this the week. I picked the best bet of the year, though, of all of us. I needed five points. The Chargers were favored by five and a half points. And he won six nothing. <laughs> he won six nothing. <laughs> he won by half a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the kind of BS we've had this year. But obviously, I don't know what everybody else did. I, I, I didn't do great, but I did. I didn't go. I didn't do bad either. So, well, at least one of my picks. But how did the rest of us do in this week thirteen of of? Misery of bets. Go ahead, Matt. Well, it was another bad week. Nobody went two and zero. Everybody took at least one loss, um, and one of us took two. Um, okay, so for me, this is the second week in a row. I, I came right out early game, got a nice win. I took Miami giving up nine and a half, and they uh, they uh, they obviously crushed the Washington Redskins. So, I mean, I came out with that one feeling good. And for the second week in a row, I, I took a night game. This one was a Sunday night, the Chiefs game. The week before I took Monday night, I had the Vikings. Um, and both times. This time I took the Chiefs. And uh, just like the Vikings game, I, I, I went in there feeling confident. And I took the big L. The Chiefs not only didn't cover, they obviously lost the game. So that put me at one and one, which puts me still in the lead, obviously. Only one over 500 still, um, sitting at 13, 11, and two on the season. Uh, Kwame, you're the bit, you're the loser of the week, man. Oh, I think you jinxed us one. too, man. I think you jinxed <laughs> us, man. You, you, you took the Cowboys. I mean, come on, man. Uh, you kidding me? Let's see what they, they were covering uh, week after week. They're playing Seattle, man. You, 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 so. What does Seattle do lately besides that? Uh, as an Eagles fan, what man, they've been playing. As an Go Eagles ahead, fan, you take the Cowboys, you get what you deserve, man. You took, you get the ball. <laughs> but then, I think, uh, I think some of that bad energy rubbed off on the Eagles because he also oh, took the Eagles. They finally, hey, hey, Denanet, Patriots just scored a touchdown. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! I see. Really, Ezekiel Elliott. Wow, they're, really? the, they're the most unwatched uh, team in the NFL right now. <laughs> yeah. Continue, Gary guys. Gary Sorry about that news touchdown. breakdown. Oh, no, no problem. Goof, this goof. Poor, poor Ken. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kwame, so that put you at 0-2 for the week and yeah. um, dropped you down 
into your well, you're no, you're still in the third. No, you're you're that actually put you in the last place. Oh, you're, you're at 10, 13, and three. So Ooh. yeah, you drop down even below Rob. Wow. Damn. That <laughs> life sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then John, you came out, you got you took the, the Bucks. And they, they were they were favored by five and a half. Um that was they well, they didn't lose, but they won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't cover. They won the game, but they didn't cover. Um and and then you also took your Colts who just barely pulled out the victory. They were they were giving up one point. They the Colts yeah. won three and a Yeah, they came back and won. The Napoleon Dynamite helped us again. Yeah. <laughs> so he, Me, he Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So you're the only other one besides me that's even at 500. You're exactly at 500 at 12, 12, and two on this. Yeah. So. Well, I think by by winning percentage wise, I'm still below technically. No, technically it's exactly 500. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then Rob, like you said, you came out, you took the the Chargers who. One six nothing, giving up five and a half points. So <laughs> you covered barely, but you covered. And then uh, you had a tough one there. You took Jacksonville Monday, yeah. getting giving up eight and a half. And I didn't like that. I didn't like taking that anyway. But yeah. I, I thought they would beat Bengals, but then the Bengals surprised us. Yeah, yeah, they, it was a surprising win from the Bengals. Obviously, the Trevor Lawrence Lawrence injury played into that as well. Um, Bengals had a great game plan too. On top of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that kept you from going two and zero this week. So you're still sitting. You're actually in third place now because you jumped ahead of Kwame. You're sitting at eleven, fourteen, and one. So actually, I don't, we'd have to figure that out. I guess yeah, because of the pushes. To me, yeah, pushes. winning percentage wise, you guys might be tied, but you have more wins. So. 11, 14, and 1. I'll do the math real quick. Put up the thing. Can you put it up? Yeah, yeah. Ah, the in, I'm, I'm missing the in-season tournament. Pacers, <laughs> this one. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, that, that, uh, that Halliburton's playing out of his mind right now. Yes, <laughs> that he is. That he is best player in the league right now. Best player yeah. in the NBA right now. <laughs> so there, you see that? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I hit share. Here we go. You see that, right? All right. Yep. Here it is. Okay. And so, um, in terms of the picks, you know, I'm gonna. Since we since Paul's in here too, if if you want to get involved in this, I'll take your picks and maybe between five of us, one of us can actually go two and zero because we've been in a well, cold well next year. Well, next year we're going to have special guests every week. We're going to yeah. have a fifth person every week, and they are going to pick the games. So we're going to have a five. It's going to be a five of us in the in the seventh season of the look back doing bets. So yeah. yeah. With a bigger, yeah. with an even bigger prize than whoever wins this season, at the end. But yeah, right. But that's next season. That's fine. But so, yeah, Paul, if you want to jump in there too, maybe between five people, one of us can actually have an undefeated week. Because yeah, we've been on a cold streak lately as a group. So give me uh, the Lions and the Chiefs. 
Wine That's and Chiefs. So um, the Lions oh, are okay. giving up three, and the Chiefs are giving up one and a half. The Chiefs play Buffalo and KC. Lions play in Chicago. All right, so uh, for my picks, um, my first pick I'm going with is uh, I'm, I'm going with Denver. They're getting two and a half from the Chargers. And, I mean, Denver's been hot. They've been on fire lately. And, I mean, they, they went up against another hot team last week in Houston. It was a one-score game. Somebody had to lose. But I like Denver in this one. I mean, the Chargers just – they're not a good team. I don't. I don't see how they're uh, how they're fit to win this game. I know they're at home, but I just don't see it, man. I think Denver's going to come out and they might win by two scores in this one. Um, and then the other one I'm going with. I'm, I have a game I like better, but you know, last week I didn't pick them because they were on a bye. But the two weeks prior, I picked them and they won one and lost one. So I'm going to stick with this. Stick with Minnesota here. In the rubber match, I'm, I'm going with the best of three series, Minnesota. Um, hopefully they can come through for me and win at least two out of those three games. Uh, they're playing the Raiders. Justin Jefferson's back. They're giving up three. Um, like I said, I do have another game I was going to pick. If one of you guys pick them, I'll, I'll say that's my pick. Well, that was my other pick. I'll let you know, but obviously it's not for this. So I'm going to go with Minnesota giving up three and, and Denver getting two and a half. Okay. Well, well, well. Um, uh, to make things right, I am going to, and I might even have to make my way down to the casino and make a wager if I get there. I'm all in on my boys. <laughs> I'm back. Three and a half. I know the spread just keeps growing on the Cowboy side. I'll take the three and a half. Don't need the three and a half. The boys learned a lesson. Down in the big D. So I will take that. And ooh, 13. That's a that's a lot. Titans. I don't understand a big love for um Vrabel. <laughs> I, I don't, I never quite got it. Four and eight. I mean, come on. Um, I think I like. Ooh, anything here I really like? Uh, Colts and I don't touch Texans. Can't do that. I will go with. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You have a good pick. Go take the Chiefs. They're home. And I know the Bills have arrested, but um, I think they'll figure something out at home. I'll be surprised. So you're taking the Chiefs. Yes. Well, yeah. my first one, I'm going to go with the Packers, uh, the spread against the Giants. And then my other one is uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. I think they somehow find a win. Um, they find a way to win, and and Andy has to have better time management skills in this game. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Never know. 
Okay, okay. Well, something Matt and I talked about uh, last week. Next year, we, we will have five, of course, five betting picks. All of us four and the special guest, whoever the guest is. It could be Ken, it could be Bree, could be Paul, could be my cat, could be anybody. Gotcha. But also, to make it tougher, we can't all pick the same games. We all have to pick different games. So it's going to be tougher next year. Mm-hmm. That's the, well, that's and, the well then that would mean whoever goes first is the best choice. Well, that's to make it fair. We got to well, rotate. So we rotate. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. this, if it, if it's in like me, Kwame, John, Rob, this week, then next week it'd be Kwame, John, Rob, me, and then Rob or John, Rob. Basically, me. whoever wins the bet goes first. No, no, forward. it's just to just rotate every yeah. week. Who goes first? All right. Well. Yeah. Okay, that so way everybody gets season. to go first. That's that's next season. That not this season. That's next season. So, all right, all right. My Ravens are back. They're playing another NFC team at home. They'll crush the Rams. I, I I know the Rams are playing better, but the Ravens are coming off of a bye. They're fresh. Seven and seven. I, I can trust them to beat them by at least ten points. So, give me my Ravens. You. All right. Now, now, you know this is this has to be the weeks we go to and oh, somebody, two of us should go this season. Neither nobody's gone more more than one person going to and oh. I don't know if it's happened or not, but it may have. I it think it happened once. It hasn't happened in a long time. It yeah. might happen this week. It may happen this week, and I believe I'm going to go to and oh. So. Miami is his 13-point favorite on Monday night. Two bad Monday night games. Think about it. Two bad Monday night games. They got the Titans. The Titans aren't anything. They they can't score on the road. They're terrible on the road. Miami's at home. So oh, they're doing a double Monday night nonsense again? I didn't even notice it. Yes. Yeah, they're doing that BS. Yeah. And this time, unlike the first time, they're both both games are going on at the same time, like it's Sunday, like it's a Sunday afternoon regional coverage BS. So give me Miami. I think Miami's going to blow out the Titans. So it, to me, it wasn't hard hard to pick these two because they're right there staring at me. I'm glad I'm glad y'all didn't pick it. So yeah, give me the Ravens and the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah those well, that game was the game, spreads. That game was the game that I was going to pick instead of Minnesota. I decided to go for three in a row Minnesota games. But, yeah, I was going to go Miami, too. I mean, that that Tennessee pass defense is awful. And their offensive line and Will Levis isn't playing well. Their offensive line's terrible. I mean, yeah, Miami should be able to blow them out. But looking back on it, we did have at least one week here about a month ago that John and I both went 2-0. It was the week that Green Bay played Pittsburgh. So – I don't. I, I don't. I don't have these numbered by which week is which. But um, <laughs> okay. We actually did have a week earlier in the year too, where me and Rob both went two and zero. Wow. Okay. That was way. That was way early in the season, though. <laughs> but I guess I don't have any two and zeros. No, you did. I remember. Remember, you said we had one. You got one here where you picked KC and Philly. That was probably about two months ago. Oh, you went to yeah, 
That's right. Not everyone else won one and one that week. Actually, I won zero and two that week. So, okay. All right. So let's recap. All right. Recap. Recap. Um, Paul, you went with Detroit minus three and KC minus one and a half. Um, <laughs> I'm taking Minnesota minus three and Denver plus two and a half. Kwame is taking the Eagles plus three and a half and KC minus one and a half. Um, John, you're taking Green Bay minus six and a half, and everyone seems to like KC giving up one and a half against Buffalo. You're going with them too. And um, Rob, you're going with Baltimore minus seven and a half and Miami minus 13. Now, as far as that bill, everybody's like that Bill's Chiefs matchup. I don't like I don't like that points. And and you're telling me the Chiefs with that what with their with their lack of weapons are going to beat Buffalo, a desperate team that could go off. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yeah, Buffalo's offense has been playing a lot better the last couple of weeks since they uh, made Joe Brady the offensive coordinator. So I mean, hell, I'm better off having steak in a beer with Tony Romo before that game, before anything else. Yeah. And Josh, Josh Allen, yeah, Josh Allen has been the best fantasy quarterback this year so far. But I think the Chiefs are going to stop him, maybe even yep. make him look miserable at that place. Yep. Yeah, well, they got a tough D. They do have yep, a tough yep. D. Well, we'll see. All right, Paul, we're getting down to the end here. Now we get to our fun, probably our funnest segment, and we we give one surprise and one disappointment that we saw out of the games this week. It could be any game, any situation. And then after that, I have a rant, just like Kwame's, but mine's is a little more in it. Mine's is a little more in your face, even more in your face than his. So surprises and disappointments for week, lucky, unlucky, or foul language 13. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, my disappointment was the Chiefs. I mean, again, I was going into that Sunday night game feeling pretty confident that I was going to go 2-0 with these picks. And, I mean, they, they couldn't – not only did they not cover, they lose the game. Um, they lose to the, the Packers. I know the Packers are playing better, but still, I mean – you're supposed to be Super Bowl contenders. You can't be losing to Green Bay. Um, and then the surprise, mainly just because the Cowboys do have a top-notch defense. I was surprised that Geno Smith had such a big game. I mean, two for 334 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown as well. Um, obviously, uh, Dallas pulled it off, but you know I'm not a big Geno Smith supporter. So the fact that he had such a big game against a really top top tier defense, I was surprised with that. Okay. Well, my disappointment starts at home. Yeah. And <laughs> expect that ass would have been at all. Yeah. Um no. I I could accept um a good game, a close game. I I acknowledge that the 49ers at least are good, but that should not happen. So definitely my disappointment. And um I'm my surprise is kind of like with you with Seattle. It's just weird that I didn't even remember the game was on. Like I was not feeling good. I had some sort of flu like symptoms all the past few days. But yeah. I was just th- talking about the game at 6 30 or 7. And then I was watching some women's basketball. Then I fell asleep. Woke up at 11, still forgot the game was on, and went to sleep again around midnight. Woke up 6 in the morning, 
And it was until I heard a sports update. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, I totally missed the game. But if I saw it, I was surprised, like you said about Gino. I was surprised Seahawks went toe-to-toe, which is why I picked the Cowboys. <laughs> I, that shocked me. No one would could have told me Seahawks would put up 35. No way. Then I think that was going to happen. So that was my surprise also. Uh, my surprise this week was um, I said uh, the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, they put a fight against the Bucks. Um, <laughs> you know, Bryce Young, he did okay. Uh, you know, yeah, but he did average yeah. 178. Uh, I mean, he was only 15 for 31 and one interception. Yeah, that's um, not good. It's not good, but, you know, the Panthers, just they gave him a battle. And I thought, you know, the way that they've been playing, and and I thought I thought the Bucs were going to trounce on him pretty much. Um, but my disappointment, um, it, you know, it, it's still going to go home here with the Eagles, uh, but, you know, I wasn't expecting a big blowout loss like that, but it, it's just uh, – just kind of what I said earlier and with the play calling and it, it's just the, the Niners, I think, uh, I mean, kind of like based on what Rob was saying uh, before was like, kind of like, I think they kind of baited us, you know, they gave us a little early cushion, six, nothing. And then they just trounced, then they pounced, you know? So it's kind of like they, their strategy was playing a second quarter and, and, and you know, and that's how they took over the game. And we can't, we couldn't stop anything. So, but yeah, the third, third down, uh, the, you know, defense needs to get better in order for us to win some of these games. But that's just my disappointment. I mean, I was, I was hoping to win, but at the same time, I, I just knew it was going to be a tough game. But we're in our tough game schedule right now. So, mm-hmm. We were kind of due for a loss uh, out of the four games that were tough, and this was happened to be the one. Hmm. Well, my surprise, I could go my surprise with Green Bay winning, but that would be too easy because I know the Chiefs in a tough spot on the road. It's just that Detroit, in the first six minutes, put up three touchdowns. And you would think they would blow up uh, New Orleans 70 to nothing, it seemed like, but the Saints gave them a fight, and they nearly pulled it off. And obviously, if you're the if if you're the Lions, you haven't been playing really well lately offensively. So, I mean, Detroit's kind of a shaky team. Are we still putting them at the top tier of NFC contenders? Is to be determined. But they need to start showing more, more, more uh, finesse, as they would say, finesse to get a shot if they want to beat play with with the Cowboys, Eagles, and the 49ers because I still think they're fourth tier because we don't know how good they really are until they actually play one of these teams. They haven't done it yet. They play the Cowboys at the end of the season. We'll know about them by then. But Detroit nearly going off crazy is like the surprise there. But the disappointment is obviously Jacksonville. You know, they were my pick and somehow a Bengals team that should be waving the white flag, wearing all white, and unfortunately, Jake Browning had the game of his life. <laughs> yeah. Jake Browning. 
The only the only mistakes he made was the team making stupid dumb plays like a like like bad teams play, making you know stupid you know one bad yeah. interception by a receiver. Yeah, they, why receiver? Yeah, why take it out of Browning's hands? Like Troy Aikman's right. Of course, Paul would mention you know who Troy Aikman is. I'm sure everybody would know. He's right. Why would you? We don't pay receivers to throw the football unless they were actual quarterbacks in college or high school, whatever. It's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. But unfortunately, Jacksonville, they all four of their losses have been on, on home soil. That's not good. If they're going to be a contender, if they're going to win this division, they have to have a home playoff game with four losses at home. Not good. And they lost Trevor Lawrence potentially for two weeks. Yeah. Not good either. But- that's not good at is, all. So, ain't no one so road. add insult to injury there. Add insult to injury. That's it. But the flip side is he's eight, there ain't no one on the road. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. What was that? I said the flip side, they're eight and oh on the road. Yeah, it's weird. Very weird. Very weird. <laughs> but anyway, obviously, my dummy of the week's kind of split into three. For some reason, it's split into three. It's like it's like Kwame's FUs, but more, but more. Let's say first is Washington. Why didn't they fire Ron Rivera? Why not? Well, we, the team is done. The team is a joke. Give Eric Bieniemy the, the the chance to audition for a head coaching job. There's nothing left for y'all to prove. Y'all in last place. There's the team is a joke. Sam Howe is going to get 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 sacked to to smithereens. Why not give Eric Bieniemy an opportunity? If he wants to be a head coach, let him be the head coach for the rest of the season. Let Ryan Alves, Riverboat Ryan Alves, misery. To me, Washington needs to do better than that. I am sick and tired of 49er fans. I'm just sick and sick and tired. They, they did everything they did to piss us off, and now they're even more chirping. They're chirping like, like all <laughs> Cowboy fans. This no, like, like good old days, but it's even worse because we're not even a real robbery. It's a blood robbery, and now we got to get them back, it, potentially in an NFC championship situation next month. Because I think we'll be ready, and I hope. And and even though I don't, I don't want to say this on on air, very personally. I hope Dallas does win, so we can get the opportunity to go to Santa Clara in an NFC championship game and curve stop their asses there, beat their asses there. Cause that's the only way Dallas. The only way Dallas can help us is to beat us on Sunday night. And then we win the division. We go out there and we beat them in an NFC championship game. That does you happen. Lost if, we, your if, mind. if the result Sunday night goes the way we'll see. Not, not trying, not trying to be real. There's one more. There's one more. Pittsburgh and global warming. Why? Why at 2.30 in the afternoon on December 4th, there's a severe thunderstorm warning in Huntington County? Twice. Pittsburgh. It snowed three days ago. Why is there a thunderstorm in December in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Why? And you lost the Cardinals on top of that. Oof. Sorry, Ken. I hope you're, you're listening. All right. They they even had to stop the game twice. <laughs> All right. Well, we're 
we're getting the game has already begun. We're already what in the second quarter or some shit. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going to do Thursday games. Okay. You got to do it first if we're going to be on Thursday. Yeah. Well, so we'll just, we'll just let it go. Next week's our next week's look back will be before the Thursday night game. Our live show will be before the Thursday night. Game, yeah, but we got to do that early. Yes. Yeah, there's no point either bothering with this game anyway. It's terrible. Well, but we still have to pick it because I'm advertised no, to pick it, so we have no choice. Oh, Paul, you get Bob in this as well. So we have a choice. We have to pick this game. No, it's we don't. A garbage game. No, we don't. It's, we have a choice. We don't have to pick it. <laughs> it's uh, it's all. It, it's I mean, I, I, mean, I was going to say about this game. <laughs> I'll say mine first. It's like based on how we all feeling right now. It's like I was going to say, you know, unless you live in Florida. You know, today you just sit back, relax near the fireplace, you know, drink some hot chocolate, roast your marshmallows, and don't bother watching this game. But I do have the Steelers <laughs> winning 17 to 10. I'll just say 2013 Steelers. And since it's already scored, I was going to say, you know, five to two, but that's not going to happen. Baseball so, that's the Steelers will squeeze it out 11 to seven. You want to pick a? You want to pick Paul? I'll take the Pats, seventeen thirteen. Hey, why not? Hey, why not? <laughs> I'll I'll give the Steelers the win, sixteen to ten. I mean, why not? It's Bailey Zappi, really. This this is what what it's come down to. Bailey Zappi is the It's a quarterback. And Mitch I'm Trubisky. better off quarterbacking for them. Trubisky. I I would actually look like Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, we have one more, one more thing to do our suicide look back. How did we do? How the hell did we do? I just had a rough, I just had a rough weekend. Um, let's pull this up here. A couple weeks ago, I was making moves with the help of the Cowboys, as a matter of fact. And after that, it's been downhill, and Matt has taken off again. You guys can see this. Uh, what this is is uh, we do um, uh, it's a knockout pool, but points pool. So it goes all season. You only can pick the one team once all season. And at the top of the leaderboard is Matt. He picked the Chargers. Like no one had anything big this week, so he <laughs> got waved at plus six with the Chargers. I picked the Jags. Look good at first. <laughs> now negative three. So Matt is plus one forty seven. I'm at 101. John's right behind me. He had a plus three with the Buckos. Ken didn't. Ken forgot to make a pick again. And then there's Bob. Plus six. Got a winner, though. One good pick. He got a winner. <laughs> I mean, I've been winning, but, you know, at this point, like you said, you got to pick what, what's what's the best of the loot or what you think is the best of the loot. Yeah. And also, I said the like wins. the Mendoza line down there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And since this is my idea, I said this, we'll call it win my money. So whoever wins this, I said I'll give him a hundred bucks. So Matt's in the lead, and he also I, I owe him twenty dollars or something else. Every now and then, I may throw in something during the week and just say who whoever gets the best points gets some money. Um, and I might do it again today. Um. Mm-hmm. The person, I'll, I'll put it all out for everybody. Everyone who picks 
a better game than me, add ten dollars to the to your coffers. Okay. All right. Like yeah. I said, last last note of business before we get off is we did it last month. It was very successful. It's coming back again. It's a live look back after next week, next Thursday. What time? Five o'clock? Five thirty? What what's the time? Um, no later than five thirty. I'll I'll go five thirty. Um, because I'm gonna stop by there tomorrow and just well, if we talk to somebody, just get a look at the room again. Because I want some time to set up um for next week. So I know I told them five to seven thirty is the window. Um, but they can go till eight, but I want to go beyond that. Um so I would want to start by five thirty, just tell folks. Yeah, five thirty will be the good. Yeah, five thirty be the good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So like I said, it's basically the same as last week as the last month. We'll have our top five list. Ken will join us. Hopefully we have a decent crowd. We might have hopefully we have a bigger crowd than than, than last month. I mean I mean, Paul, I wish you could come up here since you're enjoying this so much. You're, you enjoyed this episode, right? You enjoyed this, right? Yeah. It'd be nice if you get you and Mac can come somehow get a get a flight ticket so you can come up here and watch the show. This live is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And I'm not going to say I'm not going to say anything that, I, that I'm I'm not going to lie to people. So you know I'm going to keep things quiet about potential potential more things I can add to the show next week. So I'm not going to lie on on this whoever's listening. So I'll just keep it to that to myself. But we are looking forward to a big show next Thursday. Next Thursday at the Willow Grove Giant. This time. It's in our neck of the woods, sadly not in John's neck of the woods, like the first one. Mm-hmm. But John can bring his friend Barbara or whoever. You know, your mother can come out here, you know, drive you down there just like she used to ice cream parlors. But yeah. like I said, but hopefully we'll have a we'll have a hell of a time. Like I said, we'll have the projector. That's the one reason why Kwame did this this time. He wants the projector. We're going to get it. And Screen. you know, or right, and we'll be ready, prepared, and you know, you know, we'll have snacks, maybe dinner. I don't know, but at but this should be one one even better than the first. That's good. And there are rumors. There are rumors, even though there's nothing confirmed and nothing won't be confirmed, of a potential end of season live show, end of season live show after the Super Bowl. Rumor. But like I said, I'm not going to mention anything that I can't keep that I can't keep. So that's all we have for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Oh, we got our thanks to our fantasy football, our, uh, our fantasy matchup and our intriguing matchup. Oh, yeah, we have to do that. So my fantasy football or fantasy friendly matchup is the Bills and the Chiefs. Oh, intriguing. I saw uh, it was actually an AF. Well, you know what? Um, the Chiefs and Bills is intriguing to see if the Bills after this rest have what it takes to go out to KC and give it to them, or can the Chiefs figure out what's shaky in their offense 
uh, and if their defense can slow down Josh. So I'm going to go with that as my intriguing game. And our locks and game of the week will be determined on Sunday on our Sunday preview. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But like I said we thank you. We thanks our friend Paul, our new friend Paul. Hopefully he'll come back. Don't be a, yes. don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Come back when you when you want to. You gonna invite uh, me back when we beat you next week? Yeah. What's that? You gonna invite me back after we beat you next week? <laughs> come on back. Yeah, come back. The door is always open, man. Door is yeah. always open. So yes. hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What's your predictions? Uh, okay. Well, we can Well, Matt and I can't predict until Sunday. Okay. We can't predict until Sunday. So okay, John and Kwame, give me what you got. Okay, go ahead, Kwame. Yeah, all right. I, I I strongly believe the uh, Eagles learned a vital lesson, and we'll take care of the red zone a lot better this time around. Um, I expect the defense is still going to be, you know, a little more trouble. Not, you know, they're still going to have their hands full with the Cowboys. I'll admit, but uh, so I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. Eagles squeeze out a thirty-one twenty-seven victory. Um, with mine, um, I just think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, the only thing I'll say, it's like, uh, I just, uh, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I'm going to say right, well, right now the over under is at 53. Uh, I would go with the under, um, just because it's, you know, a divisional game and usually we, you know, have some, uh, you know, fought and we fight each other back and this and that. and But that's the way I look how like, this thing is going to go. Do I think it could go back and forth? Yes, but I don't think so. So I'm thinking like a lower scoring game um, because we will figure out our defense. We will get better on the third down aspect. I mean, I'm hoping the Eagles are going to win this game. Um but I mean, I'll just go twenty-four, twenty-one. So we have to. What about you, Paul? I got, I got the boys thirty-three to twenty-seven. Okay. I, I, Rob doesn't want me to make a prediction, but um, I'll predict it's going to be a good game. But you know, going back to the preseason, just like most years, I predicted, I expect this this season, this season series to be uh, split. So. You know, that's pretty much good. what I expect every year. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen, to be honest, but that's yeah, that's I, what I figure. Yeah, that's what I go into the season expecting with this matchup. And obviously, things change, yeah. but yeah, yeah, see. And before last week, I, I'm with you, I was with you too. I thought, okay, we'll split, but the dynamics change after that wh- whipping. <laughs> well, <laughs> me and Matt can't predict the, the score until Sunday. I can say it's going to be a higher scoring game than any of y'all predict. I just think it's uh-huh. just because just because it is in Jerry World. Dallas does average the second most points at home behind Miami, and their defense is the most aggressive defense at at home of any team. It's going to be one of those kind of wild, sloppy games. But then again, we haven't won there since 2017, and in the games that we we played since, it's either the boys, Cowboys blow us out, or it's a close game with controversy, with controversy, and the Cowboys still win. So, not saying I'm putting predicting a spoiler, but 
fasten your seatbelts. Well, you guys got Goddard back too. He scares me. Yeah, he should be. He's going to be playing this week. I'll be nice. Yeah, that, yeah that's back. your X factor. And he and he's going to be motivated, and that you know because remember, and Paul, you, one more thing before we go off this show. I'm sure you remember the 2018 NFL Draft. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Goddard family were Cowboy fans. That's why they named him Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it was an Eagle in Dallas that picked him to join the birds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's already adding fuel to the fire this week. Yep. And everybody hey. thought the Cowboys were gonna draft him and the Eagles like jumped the Cowboys in the draft. Well, well here here's the thing. At least at least we're we're both on the same page. We both got our, our butts handed to us by the 49ers, but still it's still a well, we are the top three teams. And we, we are the got, top three teams. We're the top, top three far. teams in football, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. yeah na- and naturally, we still we still can't stand y'all, and and we and we still have banter because it's natural. Forty yep. ers is not natural. It pisses me off. It pisses right. me off even more because they're not natural, and it just gets on my nerves. All of a sudden, Forty Nine front running fans are flying in my Facebook <laughs> like it's like like it's New Year's, almost <laughs> New Year's now, but. That's all we have for this episode. Like I said, the live look back next Thursday. Yes, next Thursday. So we have another Wednesday to do nothing, Matt. All right. Kwame, take us home. And if I get rocked for my kids, is that real? Hustle till the sun come up Crack a 40 when the sun go down It's a cold winter Y'all better bundle up And I better be a hotter summer Grab my onion just to rock it down You hot now, listen up Don't you know cops sole purpose is to lock us down And throw away the king But without this drug Your kids ain't got no way to eat, huh? We still try to keep mom smiling Cause when the tea stops showing in a